Coming on hot live from Sanford, Florida. What's going on, guys? It's your boy Finn Adler and special guest Jessica. We are super excited to be here today with you guys. First and foremost, before we jump in doing anything, we have some awesome stuff to announce. First and foremost, Adler. Just we, some, have, we have some quick housekeeping stuff. Housekeeping stuff. Housekeeping stuff. Yes. So um, first and foremost, as you can tell, looking at the screen, we have some shirts, t-shirts, sweatshirts, a whole bunch of memorabilia and stuff. If you guys want to show your love and support to us, definitely um, check out the website. What's the website, Finn? TBYNofficial.com. Boom. Damn. See, he's like, a, he's like a computer. I love it. Um, definitely um, take a look at it. We also have um, Finn's book is available on there. And we have the up and coming coffee. The coffee yes, is going to be available very soon, very shortly. And we're super excited about it because this is like, yo, it's, it's something new, something uh, we've never done before. And you guys get a chance to share and be a part of the journey with us. That's right. Reimagining coffee, it's uh, definitely something that would, <clears throat> would be something, you know, we cha we're changing things. We're changing the flow of things. Most people would have just shirts or just cups and stuff, but we wanted to take things to another level because coffee... Coffee is what's, what's in right now. But without further ado, let's let's get started here. We have a special guest, as you guys heard me say in the beginning. We have Jessica here today, founder of Heart Smile. Super, super excited to have her on the show today. This is Hi, Jess. Hello. Hi, Jess. <laughs> Thought-provoking individual. I have known Jessica for a long time, almost 10 entire years. Uh, she's watched me grow up <clears throat> and has watched me become the man that I have become. And I say that from a mentorship perspective and a great friend because, you know, obviously we all go through bumpy roads. We all know what that's like. But to have people in your life like Jessica to be of guidance and to just drop a little just a little something for you to pick up from and just take off that that happened about 10 years ago and i'm super excited that we were able to get you on here today with us and we're super excited to just jump into today's topic so with that being said jessica welcome thank you thank you for having me absolutely so uh i just have a quick question um you have a company right yes so what's that what, what's the company about like like what's the so it's heart smile. It's yes. uh, got a couple layers to it. It mm -hmm. is there's a outreach portion for youth that are in the foster system. I came from the foster system myself, so I have a passion and a heart to be able to help them navigate through life, um, where sometimes it's hard to see past the lens of of the experience and the trauma that you go through. So being able to help, I'm partnering with local um, nonprofit organizations right now to be able to help provide coaching, mentoring, um, teaching life skills, pretty much anything that they need to be able to help fill in the gaps to help them be a successful adult. Uh, the second portion to that is being able to expose them to arts, uh, poetry, uh, music, writing, anything that they can help tell their stories in a a victor's narrative as opposed to a victim's narrative and then being able to have a platform where I can help them push it out so we can help create artists, um, authors and musicians, whatever artistic um, outlet that they gravitate to best and being able to help expose them to that. So really exciting. Um, Finn, seeing him in, in his journey and in, in his book was, is, was all part of that and even just seeing him do it and just coming full circle and he says that I, I mentored him and, and motivate him, but watching him grind the way that he does and execute the way that he does has really come full circle, and, and it's actually helping motivate and mentor me as well. So it's been it's been a wonderful journey to watch, and I'm excited to what the future holds for both of us. That's super awesome. That, the fact that you're um, you know understanding that you were part of the adoption system, and knowing where you came from and having that. Um, that that's your reality, yeah. And then also being able to, you know, be selfless and reach out to other kids, other children who just need an opportunity, just a chance, just to express themselves. And you give them a, a form or, or a way to express themselves via art and stuff. And I think that's a, that's amazing. And obviously, I can see the impact that you have on uh, Finn because, you know, the content he produces, he's always super artistic. I can't draw. I don't have that type of mindset. But um, I, I definitely envy it, and I, I, I can definitely appreciate it, too. Plus, I see the house. The house is beautiful. Thank there's, you, thank you. If you could see it, there's, like, pictures and everything everywhere. It's, it's wonderful. Words are everything. I think for me, it's... a lot of words around here. Yeah, being able to have something that you can look at that motivates you every step of the way, I think that's huge because... 
like I said, your mind, it's, it's all a mind game. Life is a mind game and you have to be able to control it or else it is going to control you. And so I, I've gone down the road of, of the funk is what I like to call it, where, where life gets you. Um, but I've also come up through having a lot of people pour into me and love on me and show me a different way of, of looking at things. And I think that's essential, um, especially with youth that have gone through a lot of trauma and, and can't see past what, what their current situation is at the moment. I think what's dope is that I, I am them and they are me. And so they can look right. at me and see themselves, just not some adult that's just talking to them, saying that this is what you need to do. It's somebody who's been through the trenches um, and understands the journey of the emotional roller coaster that sometimes we go on. Um, and, and being able to try and help them from that perspective is, is exciting. I think that's why, I mean, to go back, not to go like a flashback, but I think that's really essentially where it was one thing you told me, you know, years ago, you said something along the lines of take it one day at a time. You know, there's a level of motivation just in within one day. It actually in the Bible talks about not worrying about tomorrow, we're about today. And so in a sense, you know, we're motivated individually whether it's intrinsically or extrinsically. I use those words in anatomy, so it's really funny that we're using this in today's discussion, but there's a level of motivation that at that time in my life, I didn't really understand or even knew was cap- I was capable of having. I just remember sitting on the back porch and you were, you were coming around, you and you know, you know, and Kendall were, came around and you guys talked to us and all the guys and the girls and said, listen, you, know, you guys just take it one day at a time, stay yeah. motivated. And, at that very moment, I didn't really know where you were coming from. Again, it's like that adult talking to a kid. But I did feel like getting to know you guys and understanding that there's got to be something deeper in yeah. your own life for you to share something like that. Because I could relate. I could understand. And it was such a... I think that really was, a, like I said, it was a triggering point for me to say, I got to focus on one day. Yeah. Because to be completely honest, I'm an overthinker. I overanalyze a lot of things. And so having to too much on my plate can be a bit overwhelming. So with that being said, like today's topic that we're talking about intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. And um, I don't know, Adler, if you want to lead well, this, guide this, or let me, I don't know. So the, the question I have, because um, I feel like every, everybody knows how you're best motivated, right? Mm-hmm. So or do they? I would assume. And, and I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, like Finn, what do you? What would you identify? Like internally motivated? Like you, you just need to just know that. All right, hey, I have a purpose. I have a desire. I gotta get up. I gotta go. Or is it like, all right, you know, I have to be. I have to have my environment. I have to be surrounded by a lot of positive feedback. A lot of uh, motivating factors. You know, she said something about like you know having the positive words. Like you know, be kind, believe. Um, stay humble. Those things are what keeps her driving, keep her, keeps her focused. So I'm assuming you're extrinsically. So it depends. That's on what the I was stage. gonna say. I depending on I. It's inter. It's it can fluctuate depending on where you're at. Okay, that's true. Kind of yeah. like love languages. You have a primary and a secondary, yeah. just like your temperaments. You yeah. have a primary and secondary. I think we tap into one more more dominantly than the other. So I actually want to hand it off to Jessica first. She's okay, our just, guest. I yeah. feel like she she's she's the star of the show today. Yeah. So I want all you to... had to say was you wanted to be a gentleman and let the lady <laughs> go first. Yes. All right, I get it. I get no, it. put me That's on the cool. spot. It's cool. Some good manners. I like it. I appreciate it. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, so for me, it's it's it all depends on on the stages. I'm in this new phase of my life right now where I recently jumped and left the corporate world, which was what I knew, um, which it's is inevitable work. Yeah. To find me, work is where I found my value. Work was who I am. Work was me. And yes. so to leave that type of work, to say I'm going to bet on myself for a year, um, I left the comfort of it all. I left the um, security of it all to now jump. I have to tap into a different type of motivation. I think growing up, um, it, the motivation was survival mode. Mm. So you go into this survival mode where you have no choice. Like that's like I need to figure out how I'm going to survive. Um, every day was my motivation. Then you go, you know, I worked my, my way up. I, I moved out when I was 17, almost 16 or almost 17, about a month before my 17th birthday and just was grinding ever since two, three jobs. Um, like that was my motivation is, you know, I got 
pregnant at 19, had my daughter at 20, so like now it's my child in survival mode there, right? Grind, grind, grind. Then I work my way up into the corporate world and I have a little bit less survival mode mentality that I have. It's comfortable, I know what I'm doing. I, um, yeah, my, my motivation is now how can I make sure that I am producing what they want me to produce. Then I leave the corporate world and now I have to figure out how to navigate and create. Produce what Jessica and, wants for you to produce. And be successful. Yeah. yeah. Plus motivate yourself. Yes. So I, I, there was a, a level of motivation with my team, with my, my support system, with my leaders and bosses, which made everything great. Now I have to create that somewhat on my, on my own, which is a whole different ballgame. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to say it's a pretty journey. I think it's, it's a, a very up and down journey for me. It's a roller coaster ride of emotions. Um, I, I started the first couple months of like, what the heck did I just do? Like, who, what, what am I doing? Like, who, this was the worst decision in the world. So you go through like, yes, this is everything. I see it. I see everything so clear to holy crap. What am I doing to now like, okay, you did it. Now let's figure out how to make it happen. Mm. Um, and so I think you have to really know yourself and understand the different emotions, not run from those funky days, lean into them and find a motivation. It's going to be different sometimes day by day. I think. So, you know, and, and, and day by day is exactly right. I yeah. think uh, that's absolutely fascinating. Uh, I love the way you, you, um, you talked about it. You, you said basically... You were in a position where you were comfortable. Yeah. You were set. Like, you could have literally coasted for the next 20, 30 years. Yeah. And you'd be fine. But you said something that just stuck out to me the most. And I, I think uh, we, we all try to invest in, you know, stock market, crypto, all that good stuff. But the most important investment that you can ever have is in yourself. Yeah. And taking a gamble or taking a, a, a bet on yourself, I don't think that that is wrong ever. It doesn't even matter the outcome. Like you now know what you're capable of, and you can learn a lesson regardless of you know, how this all um, you know ends off. But I can definitely see that um, you know you have uh, you have two, one one girl, one daughter, one daughter, one daughter. Okay, so you have uh, a daughter, and I'm sure that she's got to definitely play a factor in your motivation, like your motivation. Like, is she? The reason that you get up, like, is she like, like when you wake up and you're laying in bed, you're like, ah, oh, I gotta get up in the morning. <sighs> like, what's the first thing that like pops in your head? Like, all right, I need to get up. I need to go. I mean, it, it depends on the day. There's some days where like I don't want to get up, and I, 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 you find that like, do I have to yeah. get up today? And then there's so so in those days, I have to tap into a different type of motivation. But mm -hmm. then there's those days where you're right, like, okay, the talk, the clock is ticking. I gave myself a year. I have a year cushion yes. that I have to figure this out I cannot fail my daughter like she has seen me grind she she made a comment she's like mom I thought you were you just are a machine like she's just all she knows is me grinding so for her to see this stage she doesn't understand she thinks I make it look so easy because she doesn't she doesn't understand the grind of it all um so being able to <laughs> show her kid. yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> the simplicities of it all but just being able to show her like I can do it. I took a jump a very big jump and I can I can do it like I worked so hard for people and other companies mm -hmm. I know that I can do it for myself it's exactly. just tapping into that like you said making it the everyday thing for yourself something that you have to it's not a matter of if I feel like it I got to work on this or if I feel like it I have to do that and that's something I struggle with sometimes is just like I just I don't have that outline but yeah. you have to create the outline yeah and so creating the outline sometimes is... And the crazy part about it is that there's no sick days. There's it's, no sick days. It's like, yo, it, it starts and ends with me. So yeah. if I don't do it, it won't get done. That's right. So it, we have no choice, no other option but to keep yeah. moving forward. But also allowing some of those days that you, you rest. And that's okay. Oh, you have to. Our creator rested. But if he sat there on day seven and said, I did all this work, you do need to take time. I, I've seen a saw a quote the other day. And it's a, it's a good reminder. It's just it's like an anonymous quote from someone that says, "Take a break. It's okay." Yeah. You need to take time for you to recuperate. I am unfortunately not that good at taking breaks. As while I'm sitting here telling you this, it's a motivation for myself, and it's a mantra that I'm living by right now because I'm you know running off of three hours of sleep, creating all this 
content and stuff, right? Because we have to keep going too. Our our podcast, our our coffee, um, you know, helping people like you know with you getting your stuff started and going with that, or just in general, just producing all this stuff to make sure people see that we're staying consistent. At the end of the day, it takes it takes from you. Yeah. As much as I enjoy doing it, my eyes are hurt. Like I have to make sure that I need to start wearing my glasses when I do this yeah. because my eyes will be bloodshot red from just staring at a computer for six, seven hours. Because I'm I'm the type of person where internally I'm I'm an intrinsic. I think I tap more my intrinsic side. I'm my own manager. I'm my own pep cheerleader team. You know, I'm 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 the I'm the bottom, I'm the top, I'm in the middle for my own stuff. And like you said, I like how you said that Adler, is that you are start with yourself and you end with yourself. Yep. You have to find yourself in between and become familiar with your process. I yeah. think I, we were talking the other day when we had met up for some coffee, I had said something and you just kind of tapped into it. It's brushing your teeth is not a yeah. choice. That is just part of your daily routine. You don't complain about, oh my gosh, I gotta brush my teeth. Or, oh my gosh, I have to eat. Like Those are things that we do because those are essential parts of our life. So shifting your brain, shifting your thought process, shifting your mindset to being more like brushing your teeth and working on five pieces of content. I texted Adler yesterday. I said, hey, dude, I'm working on some content. I got a whole list. I sent a whole thing to our little folder. In order to do that, I could say I've done that and I've said, oh, man, I don't want to do this. As much as I love it, I'm passionate about it. I said, oh, I don't want to do this. But who's going to do it when I say that I'm – if Finn says he's going to make five pieces of content and I decide I don't want to do it, there's no backup like, hey, John, can you take care of that, buddy? Yeah. There is no John. There's no – extra people that could take my spot and take my cubicle for not that. yet not yet, not yet. Yeah. but right now right now in this very moment this season um that's where we're at right now at least for me uh and you know i i think you're right about like though you can be a balance of both um but i think if you had to put a bullet to my head um i think i'm in like internally like motivated like i i'd like to i'd like to say that specifically um i have um like when I was um, studying for nursing, right? Nursing was one of the hardest things that I could ever go through because it was just this psychological component that I didn't even, you know, factor in when I first started getting in the program. The um, the doubt, the self doubt, mm-hmm. the um, negative self talk, um, the <laughs> um, looking at like everything is like what can't go, what can go wrong, mm-hmm. will go wrong, and you just having like all these factors. And if that season of my life taught me one thing. It taught me that your brain is your greatest tool, asset, but also one of your greatest enemies. Absolutely. You ha- you are constantly giving. Is you go from like hugging to fighting like uh, in a mere instant, and even like uh, when we were talking about like getting up from bed, like one of the, some of the thoughts like uh, you know some of the thoughts that I I get like it's just like well I don't want to, mm-hmm. my body aches, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. tired, you know, I don't feel like it. Um, and I, I keep giving myself all these excuses, and then you got to realize that all right, again, if I don't do this, Absolutely. then who's gonna do it? Yeah. yeah. And you know, I, I think the the quote, and I, I think I've said it pretty much going on three weeks, four weeks straight. Let's make it um, a fourth um, week or strong man. Um, yeah, I remember this. this I, I, I love it. So strong men um, make weak men. Make no, strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. Hard times, and then this the cycle like continues all over again. Yeah. So um, knowing, like if I, if I'm looking at it just specifically, um, specifically what it um, applies to me, my grandfather was a farmer, and he struggled, and he did his best to make sure that, um, and this is on my dad's side. Um, he did his best to make sure that his family was fed. Um, they lived in Haiti. You know, they, it was very simple, but they made sure that every day food was provided, going to church, did their best to have their kids. My dad <clears throat> left his country, left his home, didn't know um, what the future held for him, but he decided to come to America and, and have a better chance of living. He moved into New York. He lived in, um, you know, a two-bedroom apartment with like you know five, seven, five to seven different people at a time, never living on his own. Meets my mom, falls in love, and then comes to Florida. 
and now like he lives in a you know five bedroom home and he's relaxing now you know he's in his 60s he's going to be retiring soon yeah. at some point and just to kind of look at the journey that he went through and he created an excellent life for me because we never struggled with food we never struggled like, like there was always electricity coming through like i lived a very privileged lifestyle compared to how my mom and my dad lived and compared to how my grandparents lived and now like now we're on the we're at that cycle where it's like all right he created good times yeah. So that, that means I'm supposed to be the weak link. Huh. You know, like, no, I'm not the weak link. I'm, yeah. No, 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 no. If, if anybody's going to weak link, it's going to be somebody else after yeah. me. So I'm going to take what you, you know, created, what you created fundamentally, and I'm going to create a stronger foundation. Yeah. And that way, when I pass the buck, I'd be like, hey, look, I did what I had to do with now it. You. Now it's you. It's like hot potatoes. It's like, oh, that's, I, I tossed it. It's, it wasn't on me. That's, yeah. like, that's the only thing I can. And that's like the one thing that keeps on like. Every day, it's just like, all right, if I don't do this, who's going to do it? Like, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this. And I keep on reminding myself. And, like, it, it almost, and I don't know about you guys, but <clears throat> the people close to me sometimes say that you're just, like, uh, you're obsessed. Kind of, they use, like, the, yeah, like, I love that word, obsession. Like, you're, you're obsessed, and it's intimidating. And it's like, I don't think it's necessarily intimidating. I think that it's just that when you know that, when you know exactly what you want, you're less likely to compromise on yeah. a lot of things. So the key is knowing exactly what you want. We, well, and that's and that's the like the I say the hard part, but like once you once you kind of take that scope, it's a broad scope, and yeah. you just kind of just focus it on. All right, this is where this is the direction we're going. I'm not sure if all the actions will turn out the way I hope, but all I know is that I'm going to give it everything that I got, yep. and then we're going to see what we have five, ten years down Absolutely. And as you fail, you're, you're gaining knowledge. Yeah. Well, that's, it's the struggle. So, so success is, unfortunately, unfortunately at the same time, success is, is viewed, is skewed in, in, in its own view, I guess is the way I want to say it. It's basically, it's a byproduct instead of it being a primary. Everybody wants, everybody wants to be successful. Everybody wants to be the top of the food chain. Everybody wants to be number one. But unfortunately, sometimes getting second or third place teaches you or makes you push yourself harder mm -hmm. to get to first place. And whether first place is graduating high school, whether first place is, you know, figuring out what's next in your neck, you know, your in your journey or your or your job or you know, in your instance, you you completely you just like omitted from the race to yeah. go for another race instead yeah. of racing. You're though you're on a marathon. Yeah. There's a difference. Right? You, Everybody who worked in, in a corporate job... Or she went work, from sprinter to marathon runner. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But because marathons are solely Endurance. focused on yourself. You're running against you. Everybody's going to finish the finish, finish or pass the finish line if you are willing to. You, everyone starts... People who run, run fast. My, my dad had a friend who ran marathons. And he would always say there was always one guy at least next to him that would try to be faster than the next to get to the finish line first. That guy would also be on the sideline later down a couple miles when he goes, oh, I saw that guy a little bit ago, but he's the guy that's over here holding his ankles and he's got shin splints and he's crying because he's hurt his feet because he wanted to be fast. And fast is, always, is not always good. Sometimes slowing down, which I need to do sometimes, is slow down. And realizing that being in a marathon versus being in a race, you are internal. See, yeah. a race, you're racing with everybody else. So the extrinsic analogy would be the race. You're running against everybody else. You're trying to get to first place. You're trying to be the guy that gets the big prize at the end. The, the prize in a marathon is is that you're already there. Number one, you you've ran a marathon too, so yeah. this kind of taps yeah. into your in your into your interests. But it's the run is against yourself. Yeah. Can I do twenty six point was it twenty six point two twenty six point two miles or kilometers? I've never done a, like. A marathon i've done like you know 5k, five but still that's better than most two. people that's still that's still very intimidating to me i just want to put that out there well just claim one too disclaimer you, you did marathon you did i've done two marathons yeah um, so it's, uh, it's she's it's the a, most interesting woman in the world because she did <laughs> two marathons I no but that. that was that was motivated by people outside okay. i hate running i yeah. hate running there was a, a, but i adapt to my environment Correct. so i have my friend who you, you want to talk about intimidating she did 50 miles and so I would go with her and just kind of just run. Like, like I, my first, yeah, 
my first run, I wouldn't train. I wouldn't do any of that. Like, I would just get up and start going. She's like, you're crazy. And I'm like, I just, I'm following your lead. Like, I'm just going to go. Like, I can, so I guess if you say. But you're ambitious and obsessive I can about push. I just, I know how to, I can adapt, which comes from foster care. I can adapt from my surroundings. Yeah. So if you're going, I'm just going to go as hard as you go, which could also be a negative. Like if everybody's just being complacent and I can't, I'm cool, I'm a chill, but it's all a mind game. Like mm-hmm. what you're saying is, is really what I'm getting. It's a mind game. The, mm-hmm. the, mo- the moment we realize life is a mind game. And it's, you have to play it like, like you're playing a video game and it's different levels. You have to conquer this level. Then when you're done with this level, you start this level all over again and you gotta, you gotta conquer that level and the next and the next, like you just have to keep going. And the moment you realize you have to tap into that, that's when you're going to be successful and then define what success is for you. Cause success for somebody could be graduating high school. Success for somebody else could be graduating college. Yeah. My dad never, I gotta always say, I think it still blows my mind. My dad's very successful guy he you know having to him and his siblings his parents are only there really to put the food on the table make sure the power's on yeah him and his brothers and sister had to literally raise each other they all cook yeah the same way except they each likes their own style like my dad's oldest brother likes like oriental food my dad likes southern food and his youngest brother likes mexican food so they all have their own style of cooking but the point is is that like Coming from no structure, like very minimal structure in the home, super, super difficult, I can only imagine. I mean, thinking like you're out in the farm, you have that life, then you come to Florida, you live here, and you're going to school, no sense of rules because the principal and the teacher yeah. of the school is your parents, and yeah. you're just going to come home to the who was just at the school, getting your butt whooped. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago on an episode about the upbringing, but... Back I mean, in my it day. was back yeah. in my day. Yeah, it, it just really wasn't very. Really it wasn't a lot of structure. It was. It was a very tough being raised in a family. No, a lot. Not a lot of emotion. Not a lot of. I guess. Uh, what is it, the word when you expose love? Um, external love. I guess you could say like there's no like hugging. So yeah. I always thought as a kid, I used to get so upset because my dad wouldn't be like he'd just be like good job. You know, very simple, basic. I used to think I was in the military. But no, it's because that's how he was raised. And so I guess <clears throat> for him, high school was not a thing. This man's got four bachelor's degrees. Wow. This guy's got uh, like several associates, a couple master's degrees. He's a licensed mental health counselor, retired from the army, but he was a high school dropout. That's where I was yeah. getting at all yeah. this time. He just was like, screw it. I don't want to do this. What's the point? And then he is like, all right, I got to do something. And he went yeah. to the military. So I guess... For each of us on this earth, we all have such an opportunity to choose one way or the other. Some people will never want to be ready to change. You know, some people don't want to be motivated. I get those moments, and I'm just going to tap into this. I will lay there, and I'm like, oh. like it was cold the other day, and I'm just like, man, it's so nice being underneath the blanket and not getting out of bed right now. But I know that I had a serious exam for, for school, but I also had to build out you know, my marketing website the podcast website has to be ready for you know when our coffee launches like not to mention i accidentally deleted that thing i have to start all over again and you know how frustrating that was yesterday i sat there for like 30 minutes like like, dude i was like like, i just wanted to slam the chair in the ground like but i sat there and said now how much time did i just spend getting upset about it to go i gotta rebuild this yeah text adler smh like send me some help like i don't know like i need to do this and i'm thinking okay Mind you, I'm running off three hours of sleep right yeah. now because I stayed up the entire night working on this because I'm the type of person that has to get it done. Like if it, no one else is going to do it, you, what does is, what is Chris Sane always say? They, he always says it in the beginning. We, we, we eat when they sleep. And what is his little saying that he has on his on his channel? Um, says, I don't remember the exact saying, but he says something to the effect of, like, you know, while people are resting back and um, relaxing, we're working, we're grinding. Yeah. Grinding, And, um, you know, when, you know, eat... While they're sleeping, we eat as in like we're um, enjoying the fruits of our labor. Correct. So, uh, and I, I, I think it's the, going back to that analogy that you guys were using earlier about like the marathons and stuff. <clears throat> I think life is exactly just that. You know, it's not really about, um, you know, going fast. And although we can fall prey to that because, yep. you know, honestly, like who, whoever, like if you think about it, if you have to ask yourself, hey, you're going to go through this traumatic experience 
You're going to suffer financially. You're going to suffer physically. You're going to suffer mentally. And all these things, all these negative, terrible things are going to happen. But in the end, you you're going to reach the mountaintop. Yeah. Like if you actually break it down to that, nobody ever is going to sign up for, for something like that. And um, I think that like the most important part is realizing that it is a race. And the race is, uh, f- you have to focus on yourself. You can't focus on the guy to your left or to your yeah. right. And I, I think that especially with, you know, the environment that we're in now with social media and stuff, yeah. you know, we're, we're, you know, we're easy, like I'm 31 and I can easily like look at all, like all my other peers and be like, man, I should be married and I should have, you know, X amount of kids and I should be doing this. But at the end of the day, that's not meant for me right now. It's my race, and I'm doing it the way that I'm supposed to. The only thing that you you have to do as a human being in this world is figure out what you're passionate or what your purpose is. Once you figure out, then you go with it. You go with every five minutes of your being. You be purposeful, and you make sure that you're accomplishing whatever it is that you're you're passionate or whatever your purpose it turns out to be. Yeah, I guess that quote that said, "Comparison is the killer of dreams." And it's so true. Like, how many times do we look on social media and go, dang, they got it together. Dang, I should be where they're... It's I'm not far... It's not as far yeah. along as I should be. Meanwhile, they're posting the best of the best and edited versions of themselves in their lives. So mm. you're comparing yourself to a yeah. false perception of what their lives are. But we all fall prey, especially the, the younger generation, my 16-year-old. I have to tell her, like, that isn't real. Yeah. Like, that's not real. Like, you have to realize that. and But that's why depression is so high, and that's why suicide is so high, is because they don't, we don't understand, and we fall into the trap. Well, and I, I think that's, uh, that, that, like, I don't even know how to co- combat that. Like, that's really hard, because, you know, it's, we use social media as a tool to make sure that our name is out there. Yeah. And we use it, like, religiously, like we do. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like trying to find that balance of like, all right, I'm using this for a purpose, not because, uh, you know, hell, look at so-and-so and look at such-and-such. Yeah. And I haven't met, um, you know, that that standard. And I, I think that's really, you know, you said it best. It's a dream killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to be, you have to, you have to have that foresight. And even though nobody can see what you see or nobody can feel the way that you feel, you have to still keep going and still go after it and seek it with with every five minutes of your being, just so that way that um, you give like you gamble on yourself. You yeah. only get one. You only get one shot at one this. One shot. Yeah. Like you, you only get one life, one shot at this. Once the opportunity is gone, it's gone. There's no. There's no like. All right, hey, yeah. maybe I'll try it again, or maybe this opportunity. Like once you turn down a job opportunity, you can't go back to the guys and be like, hey, you know, I said no earlier, but, but, really but now you know, like what? It's been three weeks. I think I'll take it now. You know, yeah. So you know, offer it again. Sometimes there's someone who's more ambitious out there yeah. chasing the dream because they're not going. They're they're beating the iron while it's hot. Yeah, I think it's, Oprah said it best. She said, "Luck is opportunity and prep, when preparation and opportunity meet." So it's always being prepared, constantly preparing yourself for when that opportunity comes. But then also going out and creating that opportunity and finding that opportunity. Like sometimes we think we think it's just going to come to us and we're just going to we're going to be there. No, you got to grind it out. You do. And I think that's the hard part. Once you can get out of your head and just know, like, I got to fail a million times in order to to be able to succeed. Like the most successful people we talked about this, the most successful people in the world fail more than anybody else because they're they're trying. Like yeah. you're sitting here, I'm an overthinker like you are, and will overthink myself to death. Like we'll yeah. sit here, and I I need to make it make sure that it's this way before I execute. Or no, like you've got to push it out and then adjust along the way, and like just go. And that's the biggest thing I think for me in my journey is that I'm in my head so much because it doesn't look the way I'm used to it looking, and it's different that. I have to just start executing so much more. So now the question comes down to this, and I'm sure somebody else is thinking this too. If you're talking about getting out of your head, how do you get out of your head? Like, what do you personally, what do you personally do to get like, all right, I'm done. I'm focusing on this. I have to talk to myself 
Um, I actually had a, an episode, my, my podcast where I talked about a, a five hour meltdown that I had on my carpet over there in the living room. Like okay. I came home, I laid down and I'm like, I'm just going to lay down <clears> for a minute. And then it turned into like 30 minutes, 45 minutes, two hours, three hours, five hours of me going like everything you can think about. I was picking apart mm-hmm. and I finally had to like, I had to talk to myself and tell myself, and sometimes I'll do it out loud. Like, stop, check yourself. Like I call it checking yourself moments. Like okay. you start talking to yourself. I got myself up. I put some music on. Like there's certain music that I listen to that gets me hype. And then there's this herbal essence shampoo. I know it sounds really weird, but it's like this <laughs> citrus smell that like kind of snapped me out of it. Like being smells able, good and look good. Smells good. Love like it. you feel good. Love and it. then and then I was like once I was I was dressed and I felt <clears throat> like I spruced myself up a little bit. Though then everything started to shift. Like knowing, but not running away from those moments like mm. knowing like okay th- i'm having a moment right now like identifying that you're having a moment accept it accept it yeah. lean into it and then check yourself out like okay i'm not gonna live here because that can years ago that would have lasted weeks for me have been this like super dark place like it, I, five hours is nothing compared to to weeks of course it. yeah so like course. knowing that you can identify it check yourself have moments like locked and loaded you gotta have sayings for yourself you gotta have songs like a playlist if you have it get get out your head playlist yeah. or something like in your belt ready to be able to say okay i feel this moment coming on to combat like what you're and check going it because you can yeah. you know when you're about to go into it i know when i'm when i lay myself down on the carpet like i'm just gonna sit here i know that that's just that's just me going downhill or if i lay you know if i just start to, to overthink and just all right, I see. I see this moment happening. Let me tap into what I need to tap into. Check myself out. So music is big for me. I love art. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't done mm-hmm. it in a while, but bringing that back, just painting or writing. Um, so everybody is. It's going to be different. You have to figure out what that thing is for you. Smells, music, and um, and and art for me is. It sounds like you really just engage with your surroundings. Absolutely. In order to kind of get your mind focused and to get yourself like uh, outside of your like own way. Yeah. How about you, Finn? Is there? Do you have a process that's like, all right, you know what? I've been second guessing this. I'm just gonna do it. You're like, go harder, go harder, <laughs> go harder. Um. Well, truthfully, I, I get. I'm an overthinker myself too. No, I think for me, it's. I guess I'll use an example. When. The coffee part of the website, for example. Yes. Was. I, I hit the wrong button. I, I can't believe I hit the... I was, and deleted I, everything. The whole freaking website, like the whole coffee the part, the whole gone. tab was gone, and I put a lot of work into it, right? That's what did what you look. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't listen to that. Kidding, you are getting coffee. But <laughs> I sat there, and I'm like, it's done. I'm not even going to do this. I sat in my... We have like this little round like chair. It's like a comfy chair. I feel like I'm sitting in a cloud, and I'm just like... I'm just like, dude... And I'm like a motivated person, right? Like I'm like this, like, dude. All right. I sat there, and I made myself a cup of coffee, and I said, "All right, you got to go back and work on this." And that's when I texted Abba, right? I guess for me, it's realizing that it's it's either it's going to be done, or it's, it's not. not. Yeah. It's it's going to be deleted. It's deleted. It's yeah. gone. It, it is gone. There's nothing you can so do. So there's nothing yeah. I can do yeah. about it. Because you even asked me, I said, is there anything you can do? I'm like, nope, it's gone. It is literally gone. There's no way to back it up. So I'm thinking to myself, there's one of two things that I can do right now. And I do self-talk. Self-talk's important, but it's how you self-talk. Yeah. I'm very, like, looking at the options. Ash, Ad, Adler, I almost called you Ash. Adler is very... <laughs> Adler is very conceptual. He'll tell you that. And it's like, I'm looking at my options. I'm like, this is either going to be, we have a coffee company or a coffee line that's rolling out and we have to make sure that this is available for our viewers or listeners or anybody else who wants coffee. If Finn doesn't do this, now you're cutting off all these people who have been getting hyped and the buzz is going around. Yeah. If I don't do anything about it, guess what? And it's like you you do self-blame. The self-blame then transitions to this like, well, I keep dumping cortisol in my body because I'm stressed out about it. Number two, I keep blaming myself, so that's not really helping me out. So all this time and energy that I'm utilizing yeah. to think about it, how much I it's it's gone, I start going, I grab my computer, and I start working. So I'm, my dad used to tell me, he said, son, you have to change your mindset. My number one thing for me personally is breathing. Mm. Breathing has really been a foundational 
I guess what was what you said it was the uh, the way for me personally to kind of break back from what's going on coming back like to reality it's kind of like Doctor Strange when he's like kicked out of his body and then it comes back in kind of thing like, in my part of my body I'm like floating around like dude get back into my body and get back to doing what you're supposed to do because you know you can do this mm. and here we are back up completely and actually it's ten times better than it was the first time I was gonna say yeah. you yeah. probably it fixed it's, it you tweaked it yeah. enough it's like, it, it is entirely yeah. different because not only did I create the shop part I gave based off your motivation this past week right I feed off of the good and the bad yeah people's negativity I take it it's it goes through like a little filter yeah uh, it goes through the Stephen Finn Foster department and it goes through the little filter and then once it makes it to the Finn Foster part of the podcast I'm like got it all right let's take this energy and let's focus on something to get the job done but you had mentioned the other day tell me why your coffee is going to be why is y'all's coffee going to be better than everybody else yes well, if you go to the website now, I actually, before you get to the store, the whole entire tab gives you a background of a why. Why are we launching coffee? Of course. What makes us the best yeah. brew? What makes us a podcast? Two guys who just so happen to have coffee. Yeah. And I actually go into depth besides that little square with the yeah. like, hey, we're coffee reimagined. Because I think you blah, put blah, something blah. like that where you said the best coffee and you'll know and you'll see. But I want to know why, how will I see? Like, how will I? Why is it the best coffee? Because Starbucks is out there, Dunkin' Donuts is out there. Tell me what what makes y'all different. Cassandra thinks I'm crazy. I always tell her I'm gonna put Starbucks out of business. I said that's what we're gonna do. She's like, you're nuts. But when I like Starbucks, Starbucks came. I guarantee you, they had a vision of like this is gonna be huge. I didn't yeah. think they. I'm sure, they didn't think it was gonna be what it is now. I think it was just a little coffee shop in, little coffee in, in Washington. Yeah. Now it's a global business. Seattle's right? coffee, wasn't it at one point? I don't it was like back in the '70s, right? in the 70s or early 80s anyways beside the point we are now we're at this point where our website is available again it's like completely not even 24 hours it's been maybe 18 hours worked on and no sleep Mm -hmm. but it's for me personally the best way to get out of it is to breathe number one and number two rationalize myself doing nothing about it isn't going to change the the outcome Getting up and doing something about it is going to give you two options. Either it's going to turn out like crap or you're going to actually produce something. And it just actually made me more motivated because Adler knows I'm a tinkerer. I was able to tinker with it and build it. That's his superhero name. Like if he ever develops like mental powers so he can just think things into existence, he's going to be called the 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 tinker. tinker. Oh, I like it. Okay. Yeah. I wish Sam Lee was still alive. I could talk to him about it. Go to Marvel Incorporated and tell them, hey. And now introducing the Tinkerer. The Tinkerer. So I think the the biggest thing is focusing on what you can change. Like you can't change the fact that it's gone. And how many times do we sit there and fixate on what we can't change, what we can't fix? I was big on that. Big. Like I was was talking to somebody earlier today. Like my meltdowns would be over just the stupidest. And I would always say, oh, F my life. Or... uh, this is the story of my life or something like that. And like, for what? Like it's well, you speak yeah. there to existence yes. and that's what it yeah. becomes. I think yes. we were talking about that earlier. Like, you know, I was watching a little clip from Jeff Bezos. Actually, it's funny. Jeff Bezos. Um, we have a basil plant at home and his name is Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, look, we could. Celine, I said, I worked it into the show. Good job. Yes, I did. I was like, because he was like flopped over, and I'm like, bro, you're not looking too good. And I'm like, I watered, and I'm like, all right, Jeff Basil's is back. And Cassandra laughed because I had, you know, named our basil plant Jeff Jeff Basil's. So I had to, I had to throw that into this. But no, the point is, I was watching a clip of Jess, Jeff Be- Jess. Now it's Jeff Jeff, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Jeff Bezos was showing off his from when he first started with Amazon. He had spray painted Amazon in blue on a piece of cardboard, and that was his vision. Yeah. And now you look at where Amazon, you look on these cars and you know these trucks. Sorry, you see these all these ads for Amazon, and this guy was this guy wasn't even this guy wasn't even wealthy, mind you. Some of these people who launch businesses have money. He did all this yet. Yeah. Him, Steve Jobs is another one. Mm-hmm. Look at Elon Musk. And he, who's Elon Musk? Like, you know, people think about these people and go, holy smokes, where do these guys start from? All the scrutiny that he's gotten, even with this EV. He has he does something that I notice that I do. It's the you can change what you have control over now, but you can't always control all the other things going on. He had no control of the fact that he wasn't invited to the EV conference or some kind of thing a couple weeks ago. No. And He's the leading guy for electric vehicles. But, just to use as an example. But guess what happened a few weeks later? 
and yeah. met up one on one with President Biden, and then they they had no choice but to acknowledge him. Wow, yeah. they had no choice. Didn't know that part. They they didn't invite him at first, but then they said, okay, well, I guess he is the top leading he EV is. creator, so I guess we'll we'll invite you to the White House. But you know, I think like I'm, think about it in, in that moment, right? And put yourself in Elon's shoes, right? Um, you've worked your whole life to create this amazing company, and now you ha- are the first person to su- successfully come out with an electric vehicle car, and to manufacture it at the rate that he's been able to manufacture it. Go to space, and then eventually, you're thinking to yourself, "All right, I've worked this hard. My my flowers are coming now," and it's like, "Oh." I guess I didn't get invited to the conference, and you know it's you know for those of you that that don't know, um, this is huge infrastructure bill that um, the United States just passed, I think, um, and um, they're trying to get more uh, d- decrease the greenhouse or the emissions carbon emissions carbon emissions so that way we can um, preserve the world a little bit better. Everybody was invited except for Jeff or not Jeff um, Elon. Elon Elon yeah. And so, uh, just imagine, just like, what, what, t- what are you saying to yourself? That's, that, like? uh, yeah. that's my question. Like, if you were in Elon's shoes and you were thinking, I mean, I feel weird when I'm not invited to a party and I know a bunch of people and I'm not invited or like being yeah, but, invited so to. So you got to break that down. Is it, it's ego, right? You're a multi-billionaire. You know that you have, that you're the leading. But it's also on how he could help these people. Well, so to and a certain extent, if they don't want the help, I, who am I to tell you you need my help? That's true. I think mindset is key, right? And you know, for me, right? I would you identify me as an overthinker, Finn? That's an understatement. <laughs> I'm the overthinker. So, all right. In fairness, you're I'm, very I'm, laid back. I'm equally an overthinker. As you are. What? The difference is, and this is just where... Eighteen months later, I still don't know that. This is, and this is just where, where it, it, I, in my head I go, right? Um, you guys are talking about positive affirmation all that stuff. So in my mind, in my head, I think of a million ways everything can go, go wrong. wrong. Mm. Yeah. And so I expose myself to that. And some people might say that's not healthy, that's not a good thing to do. But I like doing that largely because... There is nothing after I've already said it. There is nothing that you can say to me that yeah. I haven't already told myself. I've said that to myself. I've called myself this name. Yeah. I've literally gone through every scenario where I've beat myself up yeah. enough. So now when I hear like the you know you know how's your little podcast going or how's your your your, your little like yo know, this like dude I don't even care like I'm so like I I already had this discussion with me that was like <laughs> January 1st yeah. 2020 so hey you late to the game man yeah. so hmm. I'm assuming in that that moment like Elon's just probably like all right you know what it sucks I, it would have been nice but I already know what I'm chasing after and what I'm chasing after is bigger than this recognition from you know the government I'm with, I'm focusing on I feel like there's a deeper well, reason to that well, yeah, you know that's well, a whole yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I'm just saying <laughs> which is service level yeah, service yeah, level, yeah, yeah, service yeah, level. Yeah. you know we keep it service level um, it's like alright you know I know what my purpose is I I know what I'm chasing after and I, I'm an overthinker 100% and I, I equally tinker as much but the only difference is like I'm like alright I'm gonna sit back I already said it to myself the only thing I can do now is just work and at the end of the day my work is gonna speak for itself well, it's like laughing at your own joke. I feel like I used to be really offended when people would, you know, when I would say something funny and when I was laughing, I laughed. I felt like, what? Well, I'm just a cheesy guy. I'm a dad joke kind of dude without kids. I'm not a dad so for some time. But I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll laugh at stuff that doesn't make any sense. And it's like, I'll, you know, in the work or just anywhere with anybody. But I used to get super offended because I'd be like, why, why is nobody laughing with me or understanding? So I would be like, okay. Or I would think I'm a funny guy, right? And so now it's at this point like now I can sit there and I'm comfortable with laughing myself because I have laughed at me so much that when someone does laugh at me or says something towards me, it's like, it's kind of like what you said. It's just, I've heard it all. I've laughed at myself enough to know that you're just entertaining my, my funniness, which confirms that I'm a funny guy. Yeah. See, mine's the opposite. I've always had people say, you're going to be everything and you're going to do this and you're going to be. So I've never had people say, you're not going to do it or talk down to me. They always talk me up. Yeah. Which is a whole nother level of expectation that I feel like, oh crap, I can't, like, you guys are putting me on this pedestal, like, I can't do this or meet this, and then I psych myself up. Well, because, I mean, I think people have expectation, like, I that was something that I do now at work sometimes. I had 
when I got in my interview, they said, we expect a lot from you yeah. because you are, they knew me from transport. It wasn't yeah. like I was a new guy coming to the job. They knew how I operated. They heard it from my yeah. managers, you know, their team and all my coworkers. And now I'm walking into the ER. They know how I operate. They know I talk a lot. They know that I'm a personal person, that I'm enthusiastic and I work hard. So they put, they didn't just put me at a mid-level expectation. Like, you know, what we, you know, people have put you up yeah. here. So now when you are short of that expectation, you feel like you failed everything. Yeah. Because this is, in their eyes really just their standard yeah when most times standards are here and when you go above the standard you're exceeding yeah so it's harder for you to read the exceeding aspect because they've already put the what would normally be exceeding as your standard and sometimes we're in those 100 walking steps of those moments. i'll minimize my stuff so that i'm like here so that i know for a fact i if they're expecting this and i overachieve right i go high they, then they're they they get more they, than what their expectation correct, is. But self sabotaging though. But they but they set <laughs> you or anybody who's successful what would be over exceeding as the normal standard. So that means now your over exceeding would be like through the roof. You're going from a standard one guy to a one millionaire one one point whatever five millionaire guy in a corporate company. So your 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 exceeding is beyond exceeding because the your expectation is over exceeding for every other person around you in the room. And I think that's the hardest part is that mm. people put so much pressure on you when you're exceeding, which is probably why when you're going through your day and you're waking up in the morning and you're coming back to this, like, is it the external that gets me going? Is it the aroma of coffee that I know I'll be yeah. smelling or the, just every little thing going on? Does that bring us back to a point of, of getting up and being motivated in the morning? I think that part right there when you sit down with yourself and go, yes, A or B which one is going to be best for me. Yeah. So that at the end of the day, you're not, I think you're so used to having a high expectation because oh, of other sure. people. And so now that you're your own management, you're your own hype team, you're your own finance team, you're, you're, you're every team that's yeah. out there and each team is specified for each one. <laughs> so you're having to be a hype in all five all groups of yeah. that <laughs> and still get through your day Yeah. and yeah. get up and not go, yeah, I do a lot of self sabotaging. I've realized over the over these last five months, and I'm like, you gotta. That's where I'm checking. Myself. I'm my I'm my own worst enemy. And yeah, I, I've yeah been I'm just like, yeah, I'm 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 bad, but you know, at the same time, your your mind is your greatest asset yeah, and sure. your greatest weakness. Um, and you know, as we close out, I just kind of want to just uh, I want to bring up uh, Matthew McConaughey. Love him. Mm. See, love him. Love See? him. Uh, I I don't know if you guys seen. He he had like this um this acceptance speech. I don't know if it was a Grammy or something. And they were like, so who's your hero? Um, who's your hero? Yes. And he's just like, my hero's going to be me five years from now. Yep. And that same person comes back to yep. him and says, hey, yo, five years later, you know, did you ever become your hero? And it's like, nah, my hero's somebody five years from now. Yeah. And the point he was trying to make is the fact that you're always striving to be better and never be content with yep. where you're at and always strive to continue to grow and continue to build and one of the best, like, I, I don't know if, like, uh, it was directed as an insult or not, but I, the other day I was at, um, uh, I was at work and I was talking to uh, one of my coworkers and she was just like, I don't give you compliments because you don't need them. And I was just like, yes, I don't. Thank you. And, like, you kind of was talking about, like, the, the standards that people set for you. It's, it's like, all right, I know what your standards are for me, but I don't care about what your standards mm. are. I focus on what I'm trying to obtain. What your standards and are for like, yourself. And even when I get somebody to compliment me, like immediately, and this is just how my brain works. You're saying something nice, it comes in through this year, it leaves here, and then my brain's thinking like, yeah, they're saying that, but you still got so much work to do. You still got this, you still like this. You're not even close to it. What, what type of success are you? And that's like, my, my brain's constantly like, like, and I have to actually check myself. Mm-hmm. I have to say, thank you. I appreciate the compliment. Yeah. And not let them know that the psychological warfare yeah. that's actually going through. Yeah. Like right now, like your words are fighting with my brain and it doesn't yeah. like it, you know? Yeah. So it, it's, you kind of have to have that own, um, I guess, that mental fortitude or mental like foresight in order to kind of be like, all right, you know what? This is what I see. I'm going to execute it. Thank you for the negative uh, feedback. Thank you for the positive feedback. Yeah. It doesn't matter. This is all I have right here, and let's focus on like the goal at hand. Yeah, that's right. It's an every day, every hour, every moment <clears throat> struggle that you have to do, and like you said, there's no completion moment. Of it's a forever process. 
That's right. I love that Matthew McConaughey. I think I used that in my one of my episodes mm-hmm. as well. Like, you're you're always striving for somebody five years ahead of you. Five years ahead. It's that carrot that you just hold in front yep. of you. You're never gonna get it, but just you just keep, keep on running after. There's it. levels to it. Yeah. You you master the first level, go to the next level, master the next. Well, level. five years ago, I would have never thought that I would be on a doing this podcast. Or even the idea of coffee was something in the back of my mind, but I never thought it would ever come true until I was a nurse or doing something where I would be producing some kind of income to fuel the dreams. Five months ago, I never thought I'd be unemployed trying to figure out my own business. (laughs) (laughs) Never in my life. Never. It's 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 a scary exciting wonderful treacherous journey 100 percent, and it's all of it you get the highs the lows the peaks the valleys the in-betweens the yep. low like everything Adler, it, you are speaking my language i I'm, sent a, a text like that not too long ago yeah. where it had all of them beautiful <laughs> horrible like it's, it's just all of it <laughs> i can describe part. myself in so many ways yeah <laughs> it's, a, it's all part of the process i think in just as a close out to add on to the close because <laughs> I know we got to get rolling here <laughs> yes. but it's it's funny that you said um wow brain fart it's not meant to be I'll just say it for another episode I can't I, I literally was like no it came, it came back it came back it came back it came back I had all this negative self-talk when I was younger and that's maybe where I'm not able to understand where you guys are 100% coming from because I did a lot of that as a growing up Three times in my life when I was younger, the last time I think was 10 years old, feeling suicidal. Three times. And 10 was the closest time I ever got to it. And the reason I say that is because all my self-negative talk happened during my adolescent years. Nothing towards anybody else. It was just I felt like I had no worth. There was no reason for me to be here. Let me leave this earth. That was my thought process. It was nothing towards my parents. Nothing towards family. No friends. It was nothing towards anybody. It was just self. And so I had a lot of that. So I fear being in that environment again. And so a lot of why I push and go and can't change the external, I can only change what Finn can change, is why I drive. That, that is the legitimate, like, that is the down-to-earth, raw, break it down, that, that's where I come from. It's why I can't understand that self, complete self-negative talk, because I did so much of it. I don't think I have anything. My, 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 my pond of negativity is dry, mm-hmm. as far as, like, what I could tell myself. I just say it's either this or that and that's it because I'm afraid of going back. I think way. it's like a, it's a, the balancing act, right? 100. Um, not really saying that like the negative self-talk is a good thing because, you know, to every, every person they interpret it differently because I'm, I get like a, like a euphoric feeling when somebody says, I can't do it. I'm like, ah, that's great. I love it. Low expectations. That means the surprise is going to be amazing. Yes. Like mm-hmm. I can't wait. It's going to be like awesome. But like that, it's a balancing act because uh, I'm doing it from a place of hope. Because, mm. all right, I'm saying this, I'm saying this um, negative things about me, but I'm thinking, all right, I'm hoping that yeah, things change. will yeah. be different down the future. And I, I know that's super like um, brave of you to share. You know, obviously at 10 years old, that's the closest you got to suicide. But I, I granted, I wasn't there. I would, I would think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. That there was a level of disparity that clouded you so much that you're just like, you know, I'm not sure if I have any hope. And that sometimes the disparity can be that, that um, if, it's, if disparity is left unchecked and you don't allow hope to like, be the light in your life, then you're going to stay in that, that funk, that zone for you know, weeks and years to come. Mm-hmm. And I think you just kind of have to come at it like, all right. It's a balancing act in terms of, all right, there's a disparity versus hope, and I have more hope than I have disparity because things will be better in the future. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. I mean, I'm not going to say that I don't have my moments. I just don't like trying to submerge too deep, which is why I'm yeah. much more of an extrovert. And I don't like to leave things in because I have already kept it in for so many years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one day at a time. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I'm, just, I'm just grateful that we are here today. Yes, that we were dope. able to sit down and have a conversation like this, especially with Jessica, you know, being here with us and joining us. I always yes. think it's awesome having a woman on the show. It's just, it brings another entire palette of colors to the, to the table because... You need a woman's touch. That's we do. Need, we, you know? I mean, our, we cannot touch on things from a woman's perspective and vice versa, but it's, there's a level of, like I said, the, the color palette. Is so much more abundant when you have a woman on sh- on show because it's hard for us to be like 
Yeah. Completely diverge in that. And it's another brain. It's another yeah. brain that's here with power to to dive into something that's yeah. extremely important for all of us, especially with Heart Smile and the Best You Nation, everything yeah. going right now. It's so. Actually, I do have a question. Um, um, as we leave off, uh, how do how can people get in touch with you if they want to be yes. you know, part of it or they want to you know donate or something like that? So you can go to my Instagram. It's at this is Heart Smile and um, website, which should be up and running this week, www.heartsmilepurpose.com. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to this on Spotify or um, Apple, any of our, Apple Podcasts or any of our other platforms, we're definitely going to leave um, a, a link um, so that way you can get in touch with Jess if you want to be a part of it or if you just want to reach out and just say, hey, you know, we appreciate your journey or your story. Um, just whatever, whatever it is, just, uh, reach out and just let us know that, you know, you know, there was a positive effect for this. Um, happy Monday to every single one of you guys. I hope that you guys enjoy your Turkey day coming up very shortly. And, um, most importantly, we will catch you guys on the next one. Finn, anything else to say? Nothing. This was great. So perfect. We love you guys. Have a great week. Bye guys. Boom.